What's up, people? Hello. Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Now, I know most of you are tuning in. Welcome. Uh, You're tuning in to Gloat. Oh, you guys make me sick. I'm just here to let you know. Y'all make me sick. I love y'all and I hate y'all at the same damn time. I can't tell you how many people are so happy that LeBron James got swept. Oh, got swept in the finals. Oh, you guys have tears of joy. Not because you hate LeBron so much. I'm starting to realize you just like seeing me be wrong. Because I do take a little bit of a arrogant stance when it comes to my predictions in basketball well it's humble arrogance because you know i i am always right sometimes uh sometimes being the operative word especially in these finals when i tell you i took one of the biggest l's in my basketball prediction history uh, no second biggest because my this past christmas uh when i took a l on every single game when i usually take a win on every single game predicting who's gonna win during the Christmas uh, extravaganza during the entire day where I just sit down and watch basketball all day, all day from noon to midnight. It's all about basketball on Christmas. Get your gift given out the way right up top in the morning because you do not have my attention for the rest of the day. That's me. Um, And I take much pleasure in being right. So I took my second biggest loss because that Christmas loss was pretty big because I got an L on every every game. But the LeBron James getting swept one was a, was a doozy. And I feel like some of you just enjoy when I'm wrong because I'm right so often. But, you know, just put your money where my hype is sometimes. <laughs> We're going to stress the sometimes today. I didn't used to stress. The sometimes used to just be my little crutch out. But now it's becoming too real. Words are too powerful. You know, you speak your life into existence, let me tell you. But I had a few days to let it marinate. And I know where I went wrong. I know exactly where I went wrong. Something that I am very good at and well-equipped for. And I'm sorry, um... I have a fan on in the background. I don't know if you guys could hear it. I just turned it off. I might turn it back on during the episode because I, once again, I'm still in gorilla mode with this podcast. I want you guys to help me build it. You know, go to coachvon.com. Make sure you're downloading the episode, sending it to your friends who you think would be interested in hearing me talk about love, basketball, and comedy. Um, because you guys are helping me grow. But right now I still don't have the best studio situation. I am recording from my VIP um, courtside seat uh, studio bed. So we're still in gorilla stages with this podcast, but it is going to grow and be one of the biggest podcasts ever by way of your help. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and Twitter and telling your friends about the Coach Vaughn podcast. So anyway, back to what I was saying. What the hell was I saying? Oh, I'm very well equipped to make really good decisions because I have learned over the years how to think logically above my emotions. But when I tell you I have failed so heavily with my LeBron James predictions with the Cavs that I had to go back 
to my book that I wrote, Speak Fluent Man, How I Learned to Speak Fluent Man by Von DiCarlo, a memoir of how I learned to speak fluent man. And I have a chapter, chapter five, logic versus emotions. When I tell you, I went back and I had to read my own book again. Cause I said, Vaughn, what is happening with you right now that you are making poor decisions? And not just in basketball, but in, in, in dating too. Let's be real. Let's get real with, with each other on this podcast. That's, that's what I like to do. Now, as a woman, I am structured naturally to be an emotional being. Um, and that's obviously great in a lot of aspects. But uh, since, you know, we're, we're women, and, and generally speaking, please don't nobody hit me up on Twitter and Instagram like, oh, you're so gender specific. Blah. Stop it. Um, I'm coming from my perspective and speaking in general terms. So apply to it the way you want to apply to it. But anyway, uh, it's great that women in general are are emotional beings because we're caregivers and, and nurturers of the family by nature. And But the thing is, if, if we don't, as women, grasp a strong understanding of ourselves as emotional beings... And, and get some type of control over our emotions, we can be the cause of destruction <laughs> from family to friends to career to bets in the finals against the Warriors. <laughs> so it's, it's good if you are... And if, if you are a man or a, a, a question mark, whatever, uh, and you identify yourself as an emotional being, then take from that what I'm saying. Get control over your emotions or you will um, fail. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes our emotions are great because they, they're red flags for us. You know, for me, energy does not lie. Ball don't lie. Energy don't lie. You know what I'm saying? When I always reference back to Mellow 62, that night he dropped 62 on him. And I knew he was going to have a monster game because his energy didn't lie. He came out on that court and he was Carmelo, but he was a different kind of Carmelo. He wasn't smiling and playing no games. He was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's what you have to be sometimes as I progress in my comedy career and understanding the different levels of it, sometimes you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And sometimes that sick and tired isn't at the industry. If you really look at it, it's at yourself. It's at yourself and your own decisions. So you have to be self-aware. You have to be very self-aware. And sometimes um, you have to make sure that you are not hurting yourself to please others or to support others. That's one of the hardest things for me. And I think one of the hardest things for LeBron James as well, where sometimes his decisions that he's made has gotten him into a position where he ends up hurting himself. And can I speak for a minute on this self-inflicted injury to his hand? First of all, 
I'm going to put to bed anybody that's saying it's bullshit and it's just him controlling the narrative and wanting to have some some sympathy, not empathy, but straight sympathy from people like, oh, he's been playing. He played the last three games in the finals with a broken hand. Sure. Sure. That will lend some excuses to the, the loss in the sweep. But I ride for LeBron James hard. All of you know that I cannot get with a self inflicted injury of any sort control your emotions king what you punched a wall or whatever so that you didn't punch jr in the face um i'm not suggesting that you punch jr smith in the face that's my boy too i love me some jr smith so that is not what i'm suggesting that 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 i am suggesting <laughs> but it's funny to think like can you imagine lebron like yeah um this is a self-inflicted hand injury because i punched the wall so that i didn't knock jr the fuck out <laughs> when he did what he did in game one. Oh my god so much happened that were red flags for me to say okay um this does not look good i was riding on the zero concern hashtag zero concern lebron is king <laughs> he can do it all and by golly um my goodness did he do it all hold on i'm gonna take a sip i have seasonal allergies so if i'm you know taking a sip of water and it sounds like i'm smacking my lips i am not smacking my lips I am um, controlling my seasonal allergy cough. I don't know if you guys have seasonal allergies, but it drives me nuts. But um, yeah, getting back to the topic at hand, you know, we until we recognize and accept that we are in fact emotional beings across the board, women being more emotional than men, but men do have emotions as well. Um, we all have emotional battles inside of us on a daily basis. All of us, men, women, cats, dogs, everybody. Um, but we will always end up on the more frustrating side of the tracks in, in any type of a relationship, male, female, whatever, whatever, work relationships, love, uh, work, whatever the relationship you could think of, siblings, mother, father, cousin, whatever. You will end up on the frustrated side of the tracks if you are allowing your emotions to make the final decision. You can make you let your emotions show you some things so that you can make an informed, logical decision later. But if you are making knee-jerk reaction decisions, I don't know, like to punch a wall and break your hand, um, then you're going to end up on the looting, losing side of that. I don't, I, I, and sometimes our emotions do overtake us. Let me tell you, PMS is real, honey. It is not an excuse that women made up. It's a scientific fact. Now, there are some women that will use that as an excuse. And to those women, I say, cut that shit out. It's just like the whole Me Too thing where everybody is just palling on anything as a Me Too. Oh, Morgan Freeman, did you see his eyes? What? That's not rape. Like, there are serious cases of rape. That's what the Me Too movement is about to me. Not, oh, he brushed up against my shoulder and I'm going to just try to get him fired. Like, come on. 
there's there's two sides to every story. I don't I'm not saying that women should feel uncomfortable in a workplace and all of that and men should just be able to say and do whatever as long as he's not penetrating, raping her. I'm definitely not saying that, but I am saying a lot of things get watered down when you don't identify it individually. Brushing up against somebody's shoulder and raping them it are two different things. Um and sometimes we we just get that everything just becomes so blurred. So what I'm saying is, you know, in that aspect, as far as women, like, yeah, PMS, we are more emotional at the time or, or our hormone, we have a hormonal imbalance at the time as science. Um, but don't just use that as an excuse when you black out just because one day you forgot to control your, your emotions and you neck shake somebody to death and then you go, oh, it's my period. Nah, come on. Because then that's why no one believes us when it really is our out of control hormonal imbalance of PMS. Get the point? So I just I just want to put that out there in in illustrating women, but also saying, look, men get out of control with their emotions and they handle it differently. They will punch a wall. But either way, you kind of end up on the losing end of the stick if you cannot get through your emotions. So the best thing to do if possible is acknowledge your feelings of course i want to punch jr on the face i'm not going to punch jr on the face i'm going to punch this wall in the face no lebron don't punch the wall in the face <laughs> no i feel like if he didn't punch the wall in the face maybe he wouldn't have got swept if i could be honest i did lose a couple coins because I bet that he would bring the ring home and do some amazing, amazing crap and beat all these warrior infinity stone superheroes collectively together. I, I, yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that. Shut up. Shut it up. Huh. I really wanted that to happen. I really did. I really did. But we're here now. We're here now. So... The lesson that I learned is that, you know, we all fall off, as, especially as a woman in knowing and recognizing and acknowledging and being accountable for the fact that I can be an extremely emotional, sensitive being 99.9999999999 percent of the time. But that's OK. What I have to do is keep practicing controlling my emotions see people think oh here's a quick fix everybody is in a microwave age they want to take a pill for everything or get some surgery for uh, to fix everything or just put a filter on it no controlling your emotions is a practiced discipline male and female um me as a woman though excuse me excuse me i sometimes you get out of practice it's like going to the gym I hate going to the gym sometimes, sometimes, but I know that it's great for me. I get a lot of thinking done. My blood is moving. I'm feeling more energetic and strong, but sometimes I just can't get up out the bed, whether it's just I'm exhausted from going so hard out in these comedy streets, or I'm just depressed and sad because I'm by myself in New York and my daughter lives on the West Coast. My mom is in Pittsburgh still with my sister and, you know, still battling through recovering from cancer and chemo and radiation treatments. Uh, my my other sister and close friend is in Houston. Uh, you know, so I 
I live, you know, in a tiny space. I could, there's a tons of things you could be sad about, but get, you know, get up off your shoulders. Get up off your shoulders, B. Go out there. If I could put some slang into it, right? If I could use my best camera on voice from Paid in Fool. And then get shot every day. <laughs> Grab, you need some soup and a blanket. You be all right. You gonna be all right. Sometimes we're not all right, though. Sometimes it takes a, a while to get out of that funk. But it takes a lot of mental and physical strength to get out of a funk. Mental always comes first before physical. And you could be an athlete or you could be a regular Joe Smo walking down the street. And all of this applies the same way. Now, in terms of LeBron, uh, much respect to him. I do not think that the MJ LeBron James conversation is over by any means, as some people have been saying. Oh, the king got swept. He's da 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 lost in the finals. MJ has six wins. Blah 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 blah. That does not mean it's over. It is not over until LeBron James says it's over. And quite frankly, in my opinion. That conversation of LeBron versus MJ, who's the uh, greatest of all time, that is, a, a, that is a conversation that will never end. It's never going to be over because no matter what happens, if LeBron James never gets another ring in his life, he is still one of the greatest players, if not the GOAT. And sure, it's, it's debatable when it comes to Jordan Fine. But at the end of the day, uh, KD is good, but he is not. He did not take the crown from the king. Cut it out, y'all. I'm not saying that Katie isn't great, but I am saying it's easier to be great, surrounded by greatness, all right, than it is to, and I'm not saying that the Cavs are not great. Love me some J.R. Smith. I think he is very talented. Uh, Kyle Corver, all, look, have a love. They're all, whatever. They're all really, really amazing, talented athletes. Are they on the level of LeBron James? No. Are, is like the entire Warriors team different versions of, of superhero LeBron level players? Different versions? Sure. LeBron does everything. LeBron plays every position. Most people can't even tell me. If I go, what, what position does LeBron play? There's always a pause. You know why? Of course you know why. He plays them all. And he's coaching I mean, he, he, he's playing every position, he's coaching, he, he, he's freaking uh, doing front office work, he, he's running for president, he did my taxes in the third quarter of the last game, y'all. Come on. Oh, heavy is the head that wears the crown. But that conversation will never be over, period. Period, point blank. It will never be over. When you're great, your greatness doesn't go away because you were not able to attain what you think I should attain. You can't put any player on the Warriors in LeBron James' shoes and get the same results. Now, I know some of you are like, yeah, they would have got swept. Yeah, but you know what I mean. They wouldn't have even gotten to the finals. Take anybody you want off of the Warriors and put them on LeBron James Cavs team that we just saw in the finals. Put them with all those players. The exact same scenario. You could put Steph in there. You could put KD in there. Draymond Green. Klay Thompson. <laughs> Any of them. Any of them. 
pick who you want. Put them in LeBron James' shoes on that team and tell me if they would have even gotten to the finals, okay? They would have gotten to the playoffs, but they would have been swept in the first round, like on some OKC type stuff, all right? So don't start with me. Don't start with me. Um, ooh, look at me being all emotional. Let me back, 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 back. Woo. Mm. It's all discovery, people. Life is about discovering who you are and, and being who you are without any excuses. And, and, and of course, not hurting others. But sometimes you can't please everybody with your decision. And LeBron James has, you know, been at the height of not being able to please everybody with his decision. Um, the first time around with y'all damn bur Jersey burners. I hope that wherever LeBron James goes, that the Cleveland fans learn their lesson the first time around and they just respect that man and his decision and what he has done for that city. Don't be emotional. Don't start a I hate LeBron crusade. Please don't. Please don't. Because that's how y'all got my mouth started running anyway. Um... But, you know, you just, you have to understand that the very beginning of a good decision is understanding when you're being emotional and taking a breather and thinking logically through that decision. I think that LeBron James probably already knows where he's going to go, if he's going to stay in Cleveland or not. And everybody, you know, it's the talk of the town in these basketball streets. Where is he going to go? Now, it's very interesting to me to think in terms of how he's making this decision. Um, sorry, I that beeping is my iPad, and I thought I turned it off. Um, however, it keeps beeping. My apologies. I am a one-man band here, uh, so please ignore it. I turned the fan off, and I never turned it back on, so let's at least roll with that level of appreciation for me, Coach Vaughn. CoachVon.com. Don't forget to go there, download, subscribe, and tell your friends. Anyway, it's very interesting to me to try and think on how LeBron is making this decision because it's a two-part decision. He is, well, people are saying he's past his prime and going into his retirement phase. I'm not on board with that yet because he has shown and proved to us that he has gotten better and better and better and better over the years. So his decline is not going to be that of the average basketball player that starts to decline. If you don't know that by now, then let me just say that you are being emotional with your eyes and your hater eyes. But I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that he's starting to be in his downfall, his, his decline and going into his retirement phase. Not at all. But it's going to be a two-part decision. It's going to be business and not j it, it, then the business branches off because business of basketball and then also business of all his other endeavors, which is why a lot of people think he's going to go to L.A. Now, the idea that he will go to the Warriors, just that's just dumb. I'm not even going to entertain that past saying that that's just completely stupid. And if he does that, he knows it's completely stupid. Uh, the only way he would go to the Warriors if, is if he decided he wanted to d completely destroy the NBA and he was starting his own league and we don't know about it yet. 
So him going to the Warriors is just completely and utterly ridiculous. So that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it again. So don't go to go to at Von Carlo for Twitter and Instagram and talk to me about everything except that. All right. <laughs> but um, L.A., people think he's going to go to L.A. because of his other endeavors. And they're like, oh, he's his basketball career. This is where he starts to fade away and retire and all of that. Um, and he has endeavors in, in film and Hollywood type dreams. So cool. That's a good idea. But from what I read and understand, there are also some aspirations in owning a team. And if he stays in Cleveland, uh, that would be his best route for that part of his business endeavor. And then as far as the business endeavors on the court, you have LeBron James still seeking rings. Because again, that man is not on no damn decline. I believe that he believes that he has maybe one or two rings to go. So where would he go in terms of that? Some people say Philly. Some people say the Houston Rockets. I personally think the Houston Rockets will be the best choice, you know, with the Chris Paul and Harden situation, them being there. I'm not fully on board with that because I'm not a huge fan of Coach D'Antoni. We all know that from my uh, Knicks days. And as far as I know, he's still there and still going to be there. So uh, mm, I don't know. As far as coaching, uh, Spurs, Coach Pops. Well, okay, all right, good system, blah, 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 and all of that jazz. Hmm, sounds like a good fit. That would be great. But, eh, ugh, they're so boring. Ugh, yuck, blah, Z's. Where's the uh, emoji with the Z's coming out of it? I don't care what that is. It's such a boring squad. Love Kawhi Leonard, but he's so questionable right now. Not not just his health and injuries and all of that, but did he ever text anybody back? Like, where is he at these days? Is he even, like, what does he want to do? So I don't know. All of those have great fits for different reasons. But... Where do I think he's going? New York! Let's go, Knicks. <laughs> yes, I came to the end of this podcast encouraging you to think above your emotions and be logical. And I came to a <laughs> emotional decision to still say, let's go, Knicks. LeBron, come to New York. Secure your legacy. Bring a ring here. Find a way to bring... Ooh, Damian Lillard? Can Dame come here? I don't know. Can Chris Paul come here? I don't know. Who, what point guard could come here? Y'all, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Argue with me, debate me, school me, whatever you want to call it. Uh, laugh at me. Whatever. I'm always right sometimes. I'm going to hold on to my dreams of the king coming to New York. New York. <laughs> come to New York. Let me tell you something. If he goes to Philly, I'm just going to commute from Philly. I'm going to go to all those games because I love Ben Simmons too. That's going to be a fun trip if he goes to Philly. But he's not. Cut it out, Philly. He ain't going to no damn Philly. If he goes to Philly, uh, that would be great for Philly. But I feel like if he's going to stay on the East Coast, just stay with the Cavs or come to New York. 
Come on. I know we ain't got much to offer right now, but come on. Do you hear the emotion in my voice? Do you hear the bad decision? But it has some logic to it. I've been saying it over and over for a minute. Securing your legacy in New York with a ring will be the shit. Even the haters of the haters of the haters will have to bow down to the king. All right? Because nobody could bring a damn ring to New York. Nobody. Who's going to bring a ring to New York? Bronny Jr.? We're going to have to wait for Bronny Jr. to get in his prime and come to New York and bring a, a ring here? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, Well, we've come to the end of the podcast, like I said, and you have witnessed logic versus emotions. I'm going to finish reading my book. If you want to read my book, it's at speakfluentman.com. You could also, uh, you, the links to Amazon and print copies, whatever you want to get um, direct from me. There's an autograph option. If you want my signature on it, um, get it on Amazon, Either, wherever you get it, just go to Amazon and leave reviews. Read the reviews first. I'll, I'll post it on my Twitter um, if you want a direct link, if you're lazy, but you could just go to, uh, search me in Amazon, speak fluent man or Von D Carlo, V O N D E C A R L O on Twitter, Instagram, Amazon, and read the reviews. People say it's life-changing information, but as I have proven to you by being honest and living my own life, um, there, this is not a blueprint. This is not one of those self-help type books. Like, Oh, I have the answers. No, it's honesty. Uh, about being a human being and learning how to live and grow and being honest with yourself. And one of my favorite chapters, like I said, that I had to revisit is the chapter on logic versus emotions. And, you know, there's other chapters, double standards, entitlement, uh, truth and communication, sex, trust and jealousy, love and happiness for men's eyes only, which is another one of my favorite chapters. Uh, this is not a book just for females. This is a book for men as well. Don't let the title fool you. Um, it's it's um, you hear two voices in this book. And like I said, I hope you enjoy it. And please do leave your reviews, love or hate it, whatever, on Amazon. A lot of people send me DMs or post it on my Instagram and Twitter and tell me how they feel about the book and some of the things that I'm saying in my podcast and all of that, which is great, but it, it's even greater for people that don't know me and helping me get my brand out of love, basketball, and comedy and the Coach Vaughn podcast and everything that I am and, and, and stand up and all that you know that I am, you know me, but the people that don't, it helps me uh, to get the word out to people via you. You know what I'm all about. You know what works for you. You know what was great for you. And, and by spreading the word and telling other people, that's how things grow. And I cannot stress to you how much I, with all my emotions and logic attached, I super appreciate, even if only one person is listening to, right, to me right now or a thousand or a million, I appreciate you for helping me grow and encouraging me 
to keep going in in my pursuits of love basketball and comedy especially comedy i'm going to be at uh stand up new york tonight if you're listening to the podcast today um i'm gonna be at stand up new york in a few hours the eight o'clock show and i'm gonna be at brokerage in long island uh so if you follow me on instagram and twitter you could keep up on my shows and come see me live doing stand-up comedy the greatest thing that has ever happened to me i'm well you know i'm a mom so there's a lot of great things that has happened to me and and having family and a great mother and my daughter and my sister my best friend and and family is always um above everything of course so i say that stand up is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me very loosely in an aspect of family of course but when it comes to what i have just for me that because i've had loss in my life as a lot of you have known know already and one thing that you always have to remember family is definitely important but you you're important too and you have to you have to do things for yourself and it's not hurting others it's not selfish to focus on yourself and and pursue the things that you want to pursue lebron had to do it i have to do it you have to do it just don't punch a wall in the process all right coach vaughn 